Welcome to the Info Mini Chats, the best of WTAW's morning radio talk show, The Infomaniacs. Some big time news in conference realignment as USC and UCLA set to join the Big Ten. We'll cover that and more in sports. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> you know, that's uh, lots of angles on that story. Man. The, the most interesting one from my standpoint is they kept it a complete secret. Yeah. I mean, well, I mean, so did Texas and Oklahoma until Brent Zorneman broke the story. Exactly. <laughs> and, and, and I forget who the guy was who broke the story, but I mean, they broke it less than 12 hours before the presidents and chancellors or whoever had to voted to let them in. Yeah, the Mercury News is the first that reported yeah. the story. And that was faster than, than, I mean, they held the secret more closely than, than the SEC did because it took them, when did they when did they vote based uh, on after I, Brent? I don't know, some, are we talking about for Oklahoma yeah. and Texas? Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Because it was a little time. There was a day or two where people could react. But I mean, this thing was done. It broke and they said, hey, we're voting tonight and it's over. So, if you're Arizona State, you're going, wow, mm. well, what, what are we doing here? The, the biggest story for this, for me, yeah. is going to be what it's going to look like as far as travel goes. Because Rutgers, which is based in New Jersey, oh, wow. is in the same conference as USC and UCLA, who are both in LA. Same conference. conference. See, that's the thing. We haven't played Georgia yet, for instance, you know, in football. Yeah, we, we have. Yeah, we have. No, excuse me, they haven't come here. They haven't come here. Right. Okay, okay. so we've done that. But there are there any teams but in Texas the SEC? to Georgia is a heck of a lot it closer. Is. Oh, sure. Right. There's than, a one-hour well, difference. Yeah. yeah, West Virginia to Lubbock has kind of been weird. But the thing is, I, you know, don't you think they may be just trying to get Rutgers to maybe go away? You know, just kind of <laughs> maybe decide. Hey, that's where, ba- or that's, uh, where football was born. Now, so I you know, it's true. Them, right? But that's the thing. Wouldn't you be happier playing in the ACC, you know, and then that way they could do that. But still. Uh, well, and I think this is the trajectory that college football is going, and it has been for a while now, these super conferences. And yeah. so now the Big Ten, with these additions, not only are you naming, you adding two big names, you're also getting the L.A. market, and you've got 16 teams now, which is going to be what the new SEC is going to have yeah. when Texas and Oklahoma join. So you wonder, are the conferences, uh, the SEC and the Big Ten, going to get even bigger? Could they add even more teams? Yeah, and, and, and they might. I could see that then again logistically you maybe you just figure okay they're in our conference but conference ends up meaning something different in that it's only a matter of sharing revenue and that's mm. the other thing for instance let's from the ACC stand, standpoint how hard is duke trying to win a national football championship you know how 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 hard I don't know is, they hired Mike Elko. Yeah, how how hard is Vanderbilt working to win a national football championship? I mean, I think they are, but those <laughs> those two universities obviously it's a little bit more difficult exactly to, to you know wrangle in talent. But yep. I, I just don't know that they because it is all about shared revenue. I mean, you're exactly right. it's TV, it's it's eyes and stuff right. like that. And you know, on the surface, I think LA is interesting. But I happen to be in Los Angeles the weekend of college football, and 
Nobody USC cared. and UCLA was in the middle of the sports section, and it was a really small story. Right. Yeah. So it's a, it is. It's, but the, yeah, it's not a college it's, town. No, no, <laughs> it's not. It's not. So, if USC is rolling, then then they do get a lot of uh, generate a lot of eyes. But yeah, they haven't been really relevant for quite a, lot, a few years yeah. now. So, do you think the conversation with Lincoln Riley when they hired him included, "Hey, we're not going to be in this conference very yeah, long"? Yeah, I don't know. You know. That because uh, the powers that be clearly have been talking about this before they made it public. Oh yeah, there's no sure. doubt about that. Well, sure. now we get to see uh, Lincoln Riley's high flying offense in the Big Ten. That mm. ought to be a lot of fun. Well, it should. Yeah, it should be uh, kind of Most fun. Snow but games in Michigan. So there we go. It's uh, things things change, and um, we'll just have to watch and see. I don't know. So I guess does the SEC feel like now we need to hire? You know, we need to bring on some more teams because. Well, uh, that's what I'm saying. I yeah. think eventually it's going to be just some big, like two or three big major conferences filled with like 20 teams. But here's the deal. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you're Florida, you don't want Florida State in this conference, right? Why not? Well, they get the entire state. They're yeah. the only. They're the only team. A and M didn't want Texas sure. in it either. Bet. Exactly happened, right. So. Oh yeah. There's no doubt. There's no doubt. And there's no reason that, that that Florida needs to be air quote protected over this situation. Anyway, we're not a sports station, but it's kind of we, we all dabble <laughs> yeah. in sports, and that this, yeah, that's this a big dabble. story. This that's is a big story. Kind of an earth-shaking kind of a situation. Yep. In the meantime, we've got a long weekend ahead of us. That's all we're looking at, right? With no rain, it looks like that's so exciting, isn't it? We thought we were going to get rain today, but yeah, we're probably we lost out on the rain yeah, Olympics one more time. Info. Mission. Well, let me see if we can have a percent. Oh, well, yes, we've got a stunning 20% chance of rain today. So Yeah, and it goes up to 30 tomorrow. Yeah, Woo-hoo. that'll be great. But it is cloudy outside, and it's nice. we got a little northerly yeah, breeze Yeah, the high's only going to be like 90 today. Yeah. Woo. Right. Break out the shawl, yeah, y'all. You betcha. Get that uh, football college ja- that uh, college football jacket out and do that thing. There you go. So you can uh, call us or text us if you're going someplace this uh, weekend, doing something special. Yeah, be sure let and let us, us know. know. Yeah, yeah, long weekend for a lot of people. 979-695-1620. Uh, to that point, uh, a company that repairs broken and waterlogged phones mm. uh, want to let you know they kind of went through their data and found that uh, there are 48% more phone accidents on the 4th of July <laughs> than any other day of the year. Yeah, really? water's usually yeah, involved. Yeah, I was going to say, right? lots of bodies of water, whether yep. it be a pool or a lake or yep. a river. Yeah, Memorial Day, Labor Day are in there too, okay. but uh, the idea that uh, th- this is the time, they say that summer in general, most dangerous time of the year for your phone with uh, more people uh, out probably this year than last year. They saw an 80% jump in water-related phone issues deaths <laughs> a uh, 10% jump in cracked screens and 65% increase in just losing your dang phone mm. yeah yeah because there's also drinking involved with yes. these long holidays That's it's not right. just bodies of water so one of my roommates actually washed his airpods the other day okay they were still in their case but they were I mean they went through a full-blown cycle and he uh he tried out the old rice trick and it worked oh really? okay that's yeah, good he was able to dry them out and he's he said he listened to them later and they sounded perfectly fine because yeah, that could be a hundred dollar mistake yeah, yeah even more do that mm-hmm. do they cost that much yeah yeah Dang. they're pretty they're pretty, yeah, they're pricey. pretty expensive yeah. I don't have any now so. first of all and, and when it comes to electronics don't assume that for instance your cell phone is waterproof we see stories all the time about phones that are still working or in this case buds they're still yeah. working after they've been in the water but that's always not the way it goes sometimes it cannot 
you know, it won't work that way. Yeah, so, um, yeah you know, my, so like my Apple Watch is was is touted as water resistant or like you can wear it in water to a, a certain depth. And, you know, I've heard stories of people who's they found there's at the bottom of the pool after a whole day. Yeah. They didn't realize it had come off or whatever. And it, it still worked. Um, but mine, you know, my, my first one that I owned, because this is my second, eventually it's almost like the water started corroding pieces yeah. of the screen mm-hmm. and the screen started to lift from the the actual base of the watch. And so after that one, it was still under warranty. So I was able to get a new one. But after that, I was like, you know, I don't really need to be wearing this in the water. Yeah. Like I'm not swimming for exercise and trying to keep track of that. Uh, so I'm just going to put this no reason know, to outside test it. of the pool. Yeah. Exactly. Well, I, and I might have taken my phone at the time. I had a waterproof case or so I thought, uh-huh. and I uh, like to show it off to my friends <laughs> at the pool yeah. because I'm an idiot and it may or may not have, uh, gotten damaged yeah. on one time now, on occasion. I guess because these people have time or it's the only thing that they do, they went ahead and just text tested to see if the kind of water you put it in made a difference. Oh, okay. Oh, like and it did. Water it or? said water with salt or chlorine is worst. Which I guess means they also put it in distilled water. I mean, you sure, know. Sure, yeah. yeah, if you drop it in the toilet. Bath water, <laughs> I guess, yeah. Well, so anyway. So you got that. So also uh, add contact info to your home screen, just by the way. Take a screenshot of someone in your contacts. Okay, and use that maybe as your wallpaper so that if you lose your phone, whoever finds oh. it can get in touch. You might want to check with that person, make sure that's well, okay. Sure. I think that's probably right. Yeah, I mean? that's, like, that's a really interesting tip, and I get it, because a lot of, if you lose your phone, someone finds it, they can't get into it, because they don't have the password, or, or whatever. So they ultimately have to wait until someone calls you, mm-hmm. and then they can answer. Um, and so in, in that way, they've got a phone number right there, and they can use their but phone. If you find a phone, how often do you go through the pictures? I mean, no, 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 I, I don't no, think... no, no, no. It's set to their wallpaper. Right, the wallpaper. Oh, I thought Scott said take a screenshot. Right, yeah. and, then, right, right. and then use the screenshot oh, as your yeah. wallpaper. Well, then you can't put your dog up there or whoever I know. you want. But that's, that's... they said doing this one single thing triples your chances of oh, getting I bet. your phone okay. back. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah right. that makes a lot of sense. I mean, as long as there's not no malicious content when those people get your phone, then right. it gives right. you an opportunity. But I found a phone, like, in the bathroom before, and yeah. you can't tell whose it is, mm-hmm. you know, and you can't, you can't do anything with it because phones are all locked these days so if you have a number to call i guess you could also just leave something in the back of the case that's possible that's another good way to do that like a car or something yeah so that way you can still have your dog on your wallpaper there you go good idea (laughs) uh and get your cracked screen fixed Mm-hmm. It makes phones a lot more susceptible to water damage. Oh, even, yeah. Oh, yeah. even they said ambient humidity. I was gonna say even just sweat. Yeah, yeah. or or yeah, or humidity outside. But over time, mm-hmm. it will it will it will get in there and uh, cause problems. Yeah, so there you go, sense. phone safety for you today. Kevin Kelly's a writer, an author, a photographer. He turned seventy recently. He shared bits of advice that he wish he had known when he was younger. So every every day when they're when we're all together, Chelsea and Zach at about this time, if I remember, Chelsea and Zach. Share three different things. All those caveats being said, Zach, you're up first. All right, here you go. If your opinions on one subject can be predicted from your opinions on another, 
you may be in the grip of an ideology. When you truly think for yourself, your conclusions will not be predictable. Wow. That's, yeah, okay. Uh, Yeah, yeah, okay. I, I agree with that. Aim to die broke. Give to your beneficiaries before you die. It's more fun and useful. Spend it all. Your last check should go to the funeral home, and it should bounce. That's right. And it should bounce. It should bounce. Yeah. Uh, Don't bounce checks. Yeah, bounce that's check. not going to help out no, your family no, uh, I like family that idea, all. though. Yeah, but I like the idea of giving you know things to your beneficiaries while you're alive. Yeah, and you can see I, them actually enjoy it. Right, exactly. So there you go. Uh, and the chief prevention against getting old is to remain astonished. There you are. Hmm, all right, here we go. When you open paint, even a tiny bit, it will always find its way on your clothes no matter how careful you are. <laughs> Dress accordingly. <laughs> I made that mistake, yeah. Here we go. This one's for you, Zach. To keep young kids behaving on a car road trip, have a bag of their favorite candy and throw a piece out the window each time they misbehave. Oh, yeah. Yep. That's a training. And yeah. this one, this one's pretty brilliant. You cannot get smart people to work extremely hard just for money. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Very good. All right, there. Those uh, We only have a few left, so uh, we hope you've been garnering those. <laughs> and we're not going to post them anywhere. I'm sorry. But, uh, again, the guy's name is Kevin Kelly. It's probably posted someplace. Happy birthday today to Canada. Our Canada. Canada. Yep. Our home and native land. Very good. Yep. That's enough. That's all the thing. Okay, me too. 155th anniversary. Wow. The, Things that you might not know about Canadians, uh, the original green ink used in U.S. American dollar bills was invented by a professor in Canada. Okay, interesting. Hockey might be the national sport, but a Canadian also invented basketball. Yeah, I I did know that. Yeah, in Toronto, right? Yep. Mm -hmm. Per person, Canadians eat around 50% more Kraft mac and cheese than U.S. Americans. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Wow. The border between Canada and U.S. is 5,524 miles. That's important because it is the longest international border in the world. Yeah, because you got to factor in Alaska, too. Yep. The the Halloween phrase trick-or-treat was first used in Canada. And the national anthem, O Canada, while written in 1880, only became official in 1980. Oh, oh. Yes. Whoa, 1980. Uh Okay, that's not that long ago. No, it's not. The other things we can thank Canadians for is the snowblower. Well, we don't don't care about that. We don't thank them for that, but some Uh, people do. Instant replay. Oh, that's big. That's big. And something that was around, but not pretty much ubiquitous until the last two years, and that's plexiglass. Oh. You think about how much plexiglass oh we gosh. have used in the last two years. During COVID, Pretty yeah. Pretty doggone wow. amazing. That came from Canada as okay. well. Okay. So that's that. Interesting. Thanks, Canada. I also feel like I've learned more about Canadians by listening to Smartless. Yes, that's <laughs> because true. Because Will Arnett is Canadian, yep. and then they, when they have Canadian guests on, they talk a lot about it. How but wonderful it's interesting. that they are. And it's, by the way, speaking of, uh, of plexiglass and such, it was on this date two years ago that Greg Abbott made uh, mask mandatory in Texas. Mm. Oh, July first. Oh, wait, how far we've come? Time. I don't know yeah. How, yeah, how far we have uh, come since then. Okay, so obviously, people traveling on airplanes, it's been dicey. Mm-hmm. Sometimes they're good stories. Sometimes they're bad stories. Passengers on a recent overbooked Delta flight from just Michigan to Minnesota. Okay, a little short one-hour flight. Yeah, were able if they were able and willing, got ten thousand dollars comp- uh, compensation. In cash. Oh, not in uh, actual flight bucks or whatever. Nope. Inc. Magazine, uh, their tech columnist, uh, Jason Alton, told the story on a flight, wrote about it earlier this week. 
saying the flight's crew was looking for eight people to give up their seats. It was a one-hour flight from Grand Rapids into, you know, wherever they were mm-hmm. going. Okay, one hour. So they started at $5,000 that was offered at first. Passengers were still at the gate, and there were no takers. After boarding, they upped it to dollars, $7, $7,500. And a couple of people took it. Finally, they got to $10,000, and there were seven people who got it. Well, how do you feel if you're those people that took the 7500 Well, you took it. Yeah, yeah that's I it. probably. You took it. I think I would have taken it for five thousand. Yep. Yeah, I, I mean, have. unless unless you had a connecting flight, right? Mm-hmm. Like unless you were, you know, Minnesota or wherever they were going. Right. Unless you had a flight there that you could not miss, obviously. Um, yeah, five thousand. That's especially in cash. That's a lot. My question is, who needed to get on that flight so badly? Yeah, I don't know. I'm you know? not sure. I don't, that's a good point. How did they? Like the eight people that needed to get on because right. they needed eight people to get off. Like who were those? people and, it, and and why did they need to get on so badly that the airlines are willing to pay that much money to the people to get off okay some of them could have been their premium members yeah. or, or it could just be that they had their reservations made before these other people here's yeah. here's the crazy part okay five thousand before they board seventy five hundred after they get on ten thousand they announced and there were no takers they had to wait 20 minutes to get those last people oh, at ten thousand wow. dollars Delta increased the maximum compensation of passengers overbooked from about 1300 bucks to nearly 10000 five years ago, really. It's been in, fl- in place five years. However, Fortune reports it is rare for $10,000 to actually be offered, especially on a short flight like that. And also because it's in cash rather than a gift card or voucher. Yeah, right. you could take that, go rent a car, and drive to and where you need to be. And still have some money left and over. And have a ton of money left yep. over. Yeah. It did, in fact, happen. It did, in <laughs> wow. fact, happen. My price is a lot lower than that. I'd my, do a lot yeah. for 5000 know what yeah. I mean? Well, I think we've all been on flights like that, and I can only remember, I don't know, like, like 500 bucks. Yeah, I was yeah. going to say, maybe up to, like, 750 yeah. right. maybe. Um, and again, I'm usually, because of the way I've, I've traveled in the past, because uh, a lot of times it's to New York. York to visit family, we have connecting flights, and we just can't afford to sure. not get on a flight, or else it becomes a, a hell of a day. But so. 10, 10K can 10K, make though, a, I might yeah. have. Oh, yeah. I might have. There you go. So it's the uh, Friday before the 4th of July. A lot of people bugging out of town, that's for sure. You know, the 4th of July is one of those great opportunities we have to figure out just how stupid and uninformed some U.S. Americans are. <laughs> Well, it's Jeez. true. Well, yeah. it's true, right? So yeah. here you go. A civics poll for the 4th of July from YouGov. Who was the first president? 13% or roughly one out of eight people. Don't know. It's George Washington. Mm, oh, I thought yeah. ben- Benjamin Franklin was a good guy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. 6% thought Abe Lincoln. Oh, okay. Who was 16th. Uh, 4% chose John Adams. It's close. That was the number two guy. Right. And uh, 3% thought Thomas Jefferson was the first president. Oh, all right. So it was G-Dub, John Adams, TJ, John Quincy Adams? Yeah, uh, right? yeah. Sure, you want to name them all? That's great. I can't. I don't, yeah. I don't know. I think I was it's John Quincy. You. I think that's probably right. I wasn't alive for any of them, so I don't yeah, know. Yeah, JQ was uh, was number okay. four. Right? So what, and then next question, uh, what did the Declaration of Independence do? 78% of the people knew it declared our independence from Great Britain. That was reassuring. But 9% thought it freed the slaves. Oh, okay. 7% said it declared our independence from France. Oh, that's interesting. And 6% thought it gave women the right to vote. Mm. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah. okay. And, so. and by the way, I was way off. Uh, JQ <laughs> was actually number six. Okay. Uh, it was Thomas Jefferson, James Madison, yeah. James Monroe, and then John Quincy Adams. Okay, there you go.
So we're naming presidents for you. I'm today. just saying. If you're yeah, wondering. Can, that's right. Again, we're not the infacto maniacs. We're just no. the info maniacs. I was the 12th president. Okay. Yes, you were. At what age can you vote for president? 80% of the people knew it was 18. That's okay. good. Yeah. 3% said it was 16. Mm. 9% said it was 21. So there you are. What are two rights of everyone living in the United States? So, I mean, there can, you know. 86% of the people got it right because there's more than a couple. But sure. the correct answer would be the freedom of speech and the freedom of religion. But 4% thought the freedom to disobey traffic laws was one of them. Really? No. Okay. No, it's four, yeah, hey, 4% of the people can believe anything. You sure. Know? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. I have a permit. Yeah. And you mentioned uh, ben, Benjamin Franklin. Uh, who was Benjamin Franklin? The correct answer, of course, he was just a diplomat, was really all he was. French diplomat, right? 21, yeah, uh, he had a lot of stuff over in Europe. 21% thought that uh, he was our third president, though, and 4% <laughs> thought he invented the airplane. So, oh. all right. he invented go. electricity. Got to be, uh, got to be happy about that. But let's uh, not pay our teachers more money. No, than we wouldn't want to do that. No, let's not improve our education system. But of course, a lot of people also. While I don't know what the percentage is, a lot of people also know that uh, on the Fourth of July is Nathan's hot dog eating mm. contest. Yeah, it is. Which I guess is probably going to be on TV again. I'm not Usually, sure. Usually, yeah, yeah. It will be. There's not you know, a lot of sports going yeah. on. And so. if you don't ask him, Clip Harrod will tell you he was on the national broadcast one year, yeah. like anchoring. The splash zone or something. Joey Chestnut, which I guess he's going for what his 18th or something. I don't know. He's 14 times. There was one year, 2015, he he didn't come in, uh, but he's won it ever since, since 2016. He's 38. Um, I wonder what the life expectancy is, you know, for a competitive eater. Well, what's interesting is now I did dig this up. A researcher at the University of Pennsylvania compared the eating habits of a leading competitive eater. And a man that weighed 45 pounds more than the champion did. Okay. 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 Now, I don't know if this was Joey Chestwood or if it was somebody else. By the way, Chestnut. Chestnut. Oh, Chestnut. Chestwood was a driver, was a race car driver. That's right. Anyway, so he scanned the two men's stomachs during a hot dog eating contest. Ugh. How disgusting is that? Uh, normally, the digestive tract wave like contractions, even when there's no food in it. The process is called. Peristalsis, I guess. Okay. Somebody who's medical would know News that. News to me. Yep. Pushes the food through the body. But the competitive eater's body showed that they hardly had any of that, even after they'd eaten 36 hot dogs. Researchers said the stomach behaves like an expanding balloon rather than a squeezing sack. Okay. okay. Doesn't try to work the food through the system right away. It just lets it sit there in a bag. Now, I assume yeah. that that is something that is developed over time, Probably right? so. It's not something that people are born with a mutation. I don't know. Yeah, but maybe, maybe you, I wonder if you can, like, do genetic testing and be like, hey, you've got a great body a for competitive eating. Right. Exactly. Yeah, predisposition Some people are born with certain traits and features. Here you go. Just if you want to kick in your gag reflex, we got some uh, competitive eating records. Now, the, the, uh, the chest, uh, chest, chestnut thing is uh, 76 hot dogs in 10 minutes, okay? Woo! Yeah, that was what he said last yep. year. And right. that's with the bun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I yep. mean, I know they're soaked, but... Still. Ugh. It has come up so much over the years because I think in 2007, he ate like 32 hot dogs. I was going to say, 76 was... I, yeah, I was thinking it was like in the 30s. Yeah, so he's wow. more than doubled what he used to could do. Man. Yeah. Uh, perform- pra- practice, I, practice, I don't, practice. I don't know. I don't know. Is it That's per- the mark of a true champion. Performance right enhancing drugs? What do you Ooh, think? Uh-oh. PEDs?
PEDs in competitive eating? What would those be, eating? though? I what would no PEDs idea. be for competitive no eating? no idea. Okay, here's some others. Most chicken nuggets eaten in one minute. One minute. That, yeah, that would be uh, 19 nugs Whew. by a lady in the UK. In oh, a woman. Go, girl. Okay. 19. Yeah, fastest huh. time to eat a head of lettuce. Ooh. Oh, wow. Uh, why would you? Mike Jack, who is from Canada, whose birthday is today, is what's called a vegan speed eater. <laughs> a vegan speed eater. Yep, yep. Okay. Okay. I have he, a very particular set of skills. He right? has eaten uh, one head of lettuce. I'm going to say iceberg. I don't know if it yeah, is or not. Yeah, probably. Okay. A minute and 30 seconds. All right. Okay. Did that last year. Fastest time to eat three Carolina Reaper chilies. Gregory Foster did that in uh, 8.7 seconds last year. Mm. Uh, most mayonnaise eaten in three minutes. Uh, oh. <laughs> oh. <That laughs> Straight out the bottle. Good. Apparently in 2018, the uh, American competitive eater Michelle Lesko consumed a record-breaking uh, 2448 uh, grams, which is the equivalent of three and a half jars. Did that in three minutes. How wow. do you How do you eat it? I don't know. You, you just, just put I your just, hand in? I don't yeah, know. Spoon it, baby. Yeah, because yeah. I feel like there would be some remnants down at the bottom, right? So how do you say, okay, well, that's That enough. jar's done. Right. Yeah. Now, this one, not only competitive, but could be dangerous, eating Smarties oh. with using chopsticks. Oh. Okay, so I guess you're flinging those puppies in yeah. your mouth. Uh, Real quick. Yeah, that, that record, 175 Smarties okay. in three minutes. I wonder if they just swallow them. Yeah, could why, be. Why chopsticks? Uh, well, just to make it, it yeah, more yeah, challenging. Just challenging. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you get a, get a little visual there. Uh, most soup eaten in 30 seconds. Um, more than a pound of soup in 30 seconds. So, mm. I'm, did it have vegetables in it? I don't know. This one sounds interesting and unusual. Uh, how many marshmallows could you eat in one minute? Oh. I mean, because you think about it, it doesn't break down, right? I mean. Yeah. Have you all ever done the ch Chubby Bunny Challenge? Yeah. Oh, you like to choke on it. You know what the Chubby Bunny is, I Scott? have no idea you, what it is. You start, so you put one marshmallow in, you say Chubby Bunny. Then you put two in, and you repeat it. Oh, and you God. see how many you can have in <laughs> yeah. your mouth before you can no well, longer talk. Yeah, that, okay. was one of the, uh, that was one of the fun things they used to do at fish camp before it got banned. Anthony Falzon uh, ate 25 marshmallows in one minute in Ooh. 2013, uh, which is about half a bag. Yeah, the thing worth. is, with Chubby Bunny, you're not actually eating them. You're yeah. just stuffing them in your mouth. Hey, caller. I don't think you guys have mentioned the <laughs> mental fortitude that it takes to eat 76 hot dogs. No, I, well, I, I talked about the mark of a... You know, as an athletic event, 50% uh, of this is half mental, right? Uh, sure, so, okay. Um, it, it takes a, an incredible focus to down 76 dogs without a reversal of fortune. But obviously you train for that. I mean, what you yeah, get into your you zone, know, right? Have, uh, I talked to Rich Shea Monday, and Joey has not eaten in any of these other events. I think he's down to this one event, and he's not sure how trained he's going to be uh, on Monday. Well, so are you not, so does he get show money? Does he get appearance uh, money? 20, uh, I'm sure he does. Uh, it's 20000 for the winner, uh, but... I guess he's at the point that he would get appearance money, yes. I need to ask that question. Yeah, all right. Well, well that's, we always try to make you a better interviewer, if at all possible. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So now, what was your job one time? You were in the splash uh, zone the, or something? I was in the spray zone yeah. as the ABC field reporter yeah. for ABC Radio. Yeah, mm. yeah. That's, uh, have you asked splash to go back? Zone. 
Uh, I could go back any year. But, okay. You know, you pay your own way. They ain't paying it for Oh, you, okay. So. so there's no appearance money for you? There's no. I got none. I got you. <laughs> I tried to put together three Tom Turbyville voiced commercials together <laughs> before we put him on the radio. I was not able to do that. You're not doing enough work here, Turbyville. You need to do more. Well, I guess you're right, but you all found a way for me to do some more. Yes, we so did. As, as a matter of fact, Tom Turbyville makes his uh, triumphant return yet again to WTAW. Hey, Cue Tom. the accordion music. Hey, Tom. Yeah. So what's going on? Hi there, infomaniacs. How you all doing? Yeah, Good, doing great. Well. Like my buddy Mike Wright used to say, how can we miss you if you won't go away? <laughs> <laughs> or it's what we say about Mike Wright, too. <laughs> yeah, <that's> right. <laughs> so anyhow, you uh, keep wandering back home because we have a parking place here for you. Exactly, exactly. No, uh, a few weeks ago, uh, you and Mr. Downs uh, invited me to uh come back and create a uh, a big old happy birthday to wtaw as i think people probably know by now this is the year of our 100th birth october 7th 1922 i believe was the date when uh listeners first heard those call letters wtaw uh, a radio station that was owned by texas a&m and uh, prior to being called WTAW, it went by the highly sexy name of 5BX. Yeah. was Got, its name. We couldn't find any 5BX swag, though. We looked around and could not find any. There was nothing. <laughs> nothing. Yeah, yeah. I want a hat that says 5BX, please, on it. So what we're doing here, uh, Scott, is we are uh, creating a, uh, a show uh, five days a week. It's going to last for two minutes. It goes by the name of... WTAW the first 100 years and it is going to play uh, at various times during the day seven days a week I believe and um, I'm just the guy that sort of puts it together the content has been created by folks that have been around WTAW for well in some cases like you almost or about half of that 100 years. Yes, you're and, correct, uh, sir. Yes, you are. <laughs> exactly. Um, I was around for only about 20% of those 100 years. But uh, it's really been a thrill so far. The folks that I have interviewed, and I've still got a lot of uh, discussions to go. I've talked to you. I've talked to uh, Mary Mike Hatcher. I've talked to Bill Hicks. I will be talking to Ben Downs. I've talked to a gentleman named... Bill Cotton Watkins, who uh, bought this station back in uh, 1961 or came to work here. And I tell you what, Scott, I, I worked at WTAW and Bryan Broadcasting for 19 years, and I, I learned more about uh, the station and the organization and its history in an hour with Bill Watkins and, and Bill Hicks and you than I did in 19 years of working there. Yeah. It's just a, it's a fascinating story, and I'm really looking forward to putting together this feature. So that thing starts up next week? It will start on uh, Happy July the 4th. Okay. It will, start, it will start on Monday, and it's going to go for uh, the rest of the year for six months until New Year's Eve day. There you go. A lot of that. Hey, thanks, man. I appreciate it. Take care, and uh, we'll talk to you soon, buddy.
I appreciate it. Go, right. guys. See you. Bye, right. Tom. There you go. That's cool, it. Cool, cool. Yeah, I saw Tom meandering up here, you know, yesterday, and at first I was worried maybe he was lost or something, <laughs> but he seemed to know where he was going and who he needed to talk to, so, but that's cool. I like that. And it is, and some of the things that uh, that he'll certainly talk about is things that I can recall. We used to, for instance, announce the uniform of the day from the guard room at A&M. Oh, wow. Yeah, because, you know, the, the cadets needed to know, they needed what, to to know what to wear. They needed to know what to wear. That's wild. Yeah, yeah, we did Did y'all that. do, did y'all do lunch menus? Yes, we did. <laughs> yep, absolutely. We did school we tried to bring that back i don't know about 10 years ago and yeah. it was just a hassle yeah. yeah but also you know tom also did top bowling scores of the week when he was here i mean oh, we just man. like to kind of do local things i yeah. mean right? that's what local radio is all about that's so fun one of the things we did learn how radio is such a different world now is that just because the radio station signed on it didn't mean they stayed on the entire day mm-hmm. we would have to sign off so that a station on the same frequency could come on and broadcast for a oh, while. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. And yeah. since there was no internet to say, okay, today we'll be on from 815 until 945. I mean, people just randomly tuned in. I don't know how in the world they got the, the word out that they were going to be on and broadcasting in these certain hours. But literally, you could not necessarily believe that that radio station was going to be on because they hadn't gotten permission to be on during that time. Interesting. Oh. Radio in the early days was really, really odd. It was the yeah. wild, wild, yeah, free yeah, for it all. Was, it was. It, it, it was. It was the wild, wild west in what it could be at that time. Nobody was doing anything illegal or wrong or bad. It's just this is what was expected of you. And until you could do more or had to do more, then you didn't do that. Mm. So there we Interesting. Go. All right. So anybody going to be uh, on the road? Raise your hand. Okay. So you're going to be on the road at some point this weekend. <laughs> I'm not going anywhere. Is that right? Well, okay. yeah. Yes. I've but been gone for town. a long time. Yeah. You yeah. Have. That's yeah. True. yeah. Well, look, bathroom breaks are annoying. <laughs> Right, guys? Right. Right, right. Guys, guys. But we also know that there are... Oh, it's better know. than the alternative, okay? You're right. That's, <laughs> there's no doubt. A urologist in New York says that he has been seeing more and more people asking for the bladder Botox oh. to help them hold on for long road trips. That doesn't sound no, good for your body. It doesn't. Injecting Botox is an established treatment for people who have overactive bladders. I had no idea. I didn't either. Or that they feel that they have to go all the time. Okay. That's a pro- especially if you're a woman. But he's been seeing more requests this time of year right as people are heading out of town. How interesting. There's also a procedure for men called prostate artery embolization it shrinks the prostate so that it doesn't push against the bladder so much again uh, I, 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 okay yeah, i'm not so gonna do that basically botox botox works by calming the nerves right that usually over stimulate stimulate your bladder muscles and lead to that urgent feeling of needing to go and, of course, we know that Botox has been used for all sorts of different things. Right, right. it also calms the nerves in your forehead right. so your wrinkles go away. Exactly. <laughs> but he says he has seen a 20% spike in patients asking for that this spring. You, you know, I can I can see, obviously, if you have to go a lot, it being annoying just on a, on a general basis. I don't know if I would get something done like that specifically for my road trip. Right. Yeah. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, maybe just for everyday life. Like, yeah, it's annoying to have to keep getting up and going all the if time. If you have an actual issue. Right. But just like, oh, hey, I'm taking a road trip and I don't want to stop that. All. I mean, I stop just as much just to stretch my legs and, and walk. That. If yeah. you're on right. that long of a road trip. But <sighs> okay. um, I could see doing it before a 10 and a half hour 
hour flight to Europe. Yeah, that yeah, could happen. Yeah. Stu left me uh, two of these these uh, BAM uh, things. Party yeah, they, poppers. They look yeah. like little powder keg looking dudes. Yeah. Right. So what do you do and what does it do if I do something to it? <laughs> if you pull it, it'll yeah. pop and confetti flies out. Oh, the cleaning crew would love that. Oh, yeah. Now, he bottom, also, yeah, go ahead. You all the bottom part, Scott, you hold away from you whilst you pull oh, the... Oh, uh, I see. Okay. Yeah, you pull the string. Pull the, yeah. The string. Yep, yep. He okay. also left me with a box of poppets. Okay. Oh. Well, now, you could do a couple of those, couldn't you? You want to throw those on the floor and see how that <laughs> that works out? Live radio, folks. black spot there That's on the right. carpet. That'd be yeah, okay. Exactly. That'd be... Oh, all right, no I don't one. even know if they'd pop on carpet. That might be That's tough. Good point. Oh, yeah. you got to throw it hard enough. Oh, Okay. I'm not throwing oh. poppets oh, in my like room. Scott, Scott just stopped. He was like, all right, no, I'm waiting for it. No, Oh, well, I, okay. I'll do you do want me it. to throw a poppet on the carpet in my room? Yeah, why not? Were they, like, light? <laughs> we just we just talked about fireworks safety. I can I can shoot one of these off into the trash can. You want me to do that, Scott? What, what, one of the confetti thing? Yeah, 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 yeah. I wanted to hear the pop. Oh. Well, maybe, Let okay. Let me see. I mean, this will still pop. See, see. Yeah. What, yeah, what, yeah. Did you do it? Uh, yeah. No, I thought you no, did. No, 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 not yet. Hold on, hold on. All yeah. right, here we go. Y'all ready? Yep. I got to move yeah. it. Okay. Move it down. Ready? One, two, three. All right. Oh, that was Woo! good. Okay. Here, maybe I can pop it Oh, it's on. got a smell to it. Okay. It's got that, ah, oh, that black cat smell. Yeah, that's cool. Mm. Okay. Okay, hold on. All right. <laughs> oh, I heard it. Yeah. Yeah. I put it on, my, I, I did it on my countertop. Ready? Here's another one. Ooh, that makes a mess. Yeah, <laughs> they do. Now, Did Zach, hear Zach, it? yeah. So, so Zach, let, if, if we could go back and play just, just audio. It doesn't last... take long to peer pressure me, okay? <laughs> no, it doesn't. It does not. She changed All of her a sudden, I sounded fast. like no fun, and I didn't like it. That is exactly right. Anytime, yeah. anytime yeah. there's some implication that Chelsea is not fun, yeah. that she's part of the party. Can't have troopers. any of that. No, no, nope. no. Nope, nope. and, and I don't know, uh, for, for the people, for the five people who happen to be listening right now, I don't know that there will be many radio stations in the entire United States who will play the sound of fireworks live on their radio. You I mean, understand? Technically, they're not they're fireworks. Not fireworks. They're, they're noisemakers. They are they're flammable, though. I will say, mine leave little burn marks. Yeah, that's okay. what I'm saying. On my countertop. Yep. But there, there is. I mean, there is no. There is no visual effect to what we have just. I mean, it's all visual effect. I think for what we've done, and yet. We did it on the radio, so thank you for bearing little, with yeah, us. Yeah, there's a little bit of audio. And we did it's find out than that spelling on the radio. And we did find out oh, yes. that as strong Anything a will as as Chelsea has, she will give in. She does have a situation where if there, there's social pressure, she's liable to just. It's not say. peer pressure. It's just your turn. So let me see some Fourth of July facts as we get started here or finish up. 1776. There were 2.5 million people in U.S. America. Isn't that crazy? Yep. Now 332 million. Whew. Mm. Yep. We've We're been, growing. Yes, we are. We've been celebrating it for 246 years ever since the declaration was ratified. July 4th, 1776 became a paid federal holiday 81 years ago back in 1941. Um, 54% of us own an American flag and have it at home. 40% of those people say that they display it every day. Oh, wow. Cool. Which is interesting. Yeah. I didn't, uh, that's more than I certainly would have yeah. thought. Yeah. Um, so 
The American flag's design has not been changed in 62 years. That is the longest for any of the 27 versions that we've had. Oh, interesting. Okay. We, we had 50 states in 1960 when Hawaii became a state. Mm -hmm. Alaska joined right before that. So we had a 49-star uh, flag for only one year. Oh, wow. Yeah. But it's been 62 years, a mm. uh, long time. So 20% uh, of us buy patriotic products for the fourth. Mm -hmm. um, like cups and stuff. Yep, most think things that, uh, like flag hats and T-shirts and that kind of yeah. thing. 17% uh, say that's disrespectful to the flag. Interesting. But since we're Americans, we can do that. Three different, oh, did disagree. Three different presidents died on the 4th of July. Oh, oh that's wow. crazy. It is. John Adams and Thomas Jefferson, who were friends, then became enemies, and then became friends again, and literally died uh, just hours, I think, away from each oh, other. Oh, yeah, we mentioned those two earlier. Right. Now, and on the same date? Yes. yes. Like, yes. oh, wow. Yeah. And then James Monroe also died on July 4th, uh, and that was in 1826. Mm. He was the fifth president for JQ. There you go. And only one president was born on the 4th of July. That was the talkative Calvin Coolidge. Oh, oh. okay. Yeah. Interesting. My so. aunt has a 4th of July birthday. Oh, is that right? Yeah, cool. she does, yeah. 4th of July, of course, is the top beer-drinking holiday for the year, especially for drinking at home. Uh, the rest of the top five... Uh, God, I hate this. We have the memorial. We have the beer drinking uh, holiday, Memorial Day, okay. then Labor Day, then comes Christmas and Thanksgiving. Oh, okay. interesting. Uh, number one. I guess Super Bowl isn't a holiday. No, it's right. not. Not no, yet. Number one for drinking at bars, of course, would be St. Patrick's Day. Uh, okay. Fourth okay. of July is eighth on the list because, see, you're drinking with family and friends. Yeah, you're, and you're doing a lot July. more going out to, like, again, lakes and rivers and stuff like that. Yeah, more the beach, casual. Whatever. Yeah, you're not day. actually going to. And sometimes bars are closed. That's, like, yeah. again, it's, it's one of those few holidays where places that don't always close will close. And yes. again, you're around family, so you yeah. might need it. <laughs> You'll be surprised at some of the things that are closed. That's, uh, that's right. true. But you can like always, us. Yeah, but you, you can always eat Asian food. You don't have to worry about that. Yeah, They're always true. open. Yeah. By the way, scientists have found a way to create soundproof wallpaper. They use the scales of, of moth wings. And oh. they used that as a as a as a proactive way to do that, and they came up with this uh, prototypical type of uh, mm. of wallpaper. But does it smell mothy? Well, I yeah. don't know. They moth murderers. <laughs> that too. Like, what did these moths yeah, do to be turned into wallpaper? Exactly. All right, we're back on Tuesdays. We hope you enjoyed today's episode of the Info Mini Chats. We'd love for you to rate our podcast and leave us a review. Telling your friends about us would be greatly appreciated, too. And if you really love the episode, you can hear that and more when you tune in to WTAW's Infomaniacs, weekday mornings from 6 till 9 on 1620-945 or online at RadioAggieland.com.